This is the Menopause Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Gordon. Did you know that menopause is not a medical condition? Your doctor or healthcare provider probably doesn't know this either. Now, I created the Menopause Movement to help women just like you decrease the suffering that menopause can cause. And the Menopause Movement provides world-class transformational education to help women make menopause the best time of their lives. And we've opened up a free video workshop for you to help you make menopause the best time of your life. Simply go to menopausemovement.com forward slash workshop to sign up. Today, we welcome Lucy Seligman to the podcast. Lucy is both a certified medical hypnotherapist and Zen life coach. She primarily works with female entrepreneurs to unlock their best versions of themselves. She empowers them to access and trust their inner wisdom and intuition for greater professional and personal success in their lives. I'm happy to have her here. And during the podcast, we talk about the biggest thing holding entrepreneurs back from the life they want. What is hypnotherapy? We have an example of self-hypnosis with me and a current issue I'm experiencing. The road of positivity, when to do self-hypnosis for the best effect. What to expect when you start to use self-hypnosis and visualization. And stay to the end to discover some practical uses of the parts protocol, a powerful way to get yourself unstuck. At the end of the episode, make sure you visit drmichellegordon.com forward slash podcasts or menopausemovement.com forward slash blog where you can find the show notes plus the links to the books and resources mentioned in the episode. And if you enjoy this episode, subscribe on YouTube and like, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts so you're always the first to know when each episode is released. Thanks for all the five-star reviews. If you haven't left a review yet, please take the time to give us a review. When you do this, it helps more women to find the podcast and get some help during the disruption of menopause because no one should have to go it alone. As you like to know, as you know, I like to say that suffering is optional and I want to help you get through the suffering. Thanks so much for being a part of the menopause movement. Now let's get to Lucy. <music> We're super excited to have you here today, Lucy Seligman to the Menopause Movement Podcast. It is a pleasure and I would love for you to just tell us a little bit about yourself, who you serve, where you live, all those things. I'm in the Bay Area and I've been here via Japan, via Paris, via Ann Arbor, but I've been here for over 20 years. I am a clinical and medical hypnotherapist as well as a Zen life coach. And I serve mainly female entrepreneurs who want to live, I empower them to live their best life, their best version of themselves. And I'm an entrepreneur, a multi-entrepreneur, and also a single mom of a college-age kid who's been home for a year because of COVID. And, you know, we all have transitions that we go to through. I help people find a happier, better way. Happier, better way. I love it. So what would you say is the number one, you serve, you say, primarily female entrepreneurs. Right. So somebody like me. I'm in well, your yes. market, and you're a hypnotherapist. <laughs> right. Yeah. What would you say is the number one thing that's keeping women entrepreneurs back from achieving the life they want? I think it's fear. And I think for a lot of okay. people, people get stuck and they don't know how to move forward. 
or push forward. What I have found really interesting, not only for myself, but for my clients and also friends is during COVID, a lot of people have taken a side hustle and made it their main hustle. They've made the decision to leave corporate life and to become an entrepreneur. I mean, there's that might be kind of the only positive of COVID that some people have started to take the leap or they go, what am I going to do? You know, I lost my job or Mm -hmm. I can't imagine ever going back to an office or I don't know what to do or whatever. And it's very interesting kind of what people come up with or not, you know, so that that's sort of where people are, where I keep running into kind of the same pattern over and over. Yeah. So you, you say that you say that they're stuck. So how, how do you help people get unstuck? What do, what do you what specifically do you do to help people get unstuck? So yeah, uh, which, you know, of course, is the million dollar question. Some clients come to me for <laughs> hypnotherapy. And it could be anything. A, a lot of what I've seen in the last year is everyone's anxiety and stress have been elevated. And a lot of times they might come to me just like, well, I can't sleep or, you know, I'm so stressed. I'm so anxious. I'm so fearful. I don't want to leave the house. Not that most of us are out here. You know, what can I do? Um, And we might do some hypnotherapy techniques. We might do some energy techniques. You've probably heard of EFT, emotional freedom technique, but there are lots of other. We actually, uh, we actually have a whole podcast on that with Don Pensack. So yeah. I want to just make sure that, you know, people can go back and see it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love teaching people, whether it's self-hypnosis or energy tools or coaching tools, I love empowering my clients so that they have the tools in their toolbox to move forward as well. It's not like you have, you know, a hypnotherapist or a Zen life coach in your back pocket 24-7. So, and a lot of it, you know, it's hard to answer one thing because a lot of it also has to do with what is the client willing to do or explore, You know, Mm. some people have a lot of fear about hypnotherapy because they think I'm going to invade their mind or overtake their mind or make them do things that, you know, that they don't want to do, which is completely untrue. So a lot of it, like in the beginning, is trying to figure out what would work, what would be helpful. Right. So tell us, tell us for those of us who are really, really naive in this, what specifically is hypnotherapy? Right. I did want to do a session with you but I was told because you're recording I couldn't but that that's you know that's totally fine. that's not necessarily true I may I may be willing to I want to get into what it is and then we may we may actually go there oh we'll my see. gosh okay so basically it is becoming hyper relaxed so that you can work with your subconscious to affect change. You know, a lot of people, if you think about it, get in your car at point A, you end up at point B, you have no idea how you got there. That's being in a trance. You get so involved in music or a movie or a book and you lose track of time. That's being in trance. There's nothing, mm-hmm. you know, so woohoo about it on a certain level, 
you will never do anything that you don't want to do or that works with you. No, I don't invade your mind. No, I wouldn't have you um, cluck like a chicken unless you wanted to. I mean, it's kind of like I don't use a watch, you know, to hypnotize somebody. So it's so interesting because sometimes it is a lot quicker way than, say, talk therapy or other techniques to kind of get at an issue and resolve it or help someone feel unstuck and move forward. Right. So so I'd like to just address this whole bit of getting into the subconscious because we, we talk a lot about behavior change. I mean, we, we talk a lot about how we want certain things and the only way we're going to get it is by changing our behavior. Mm-hmm. And the example I use all the time is you know, I want to lose 100 pounds. And that doesn't happen overnight, but it happens when I change my mind. Right. And then I can start to be somebody different. But but the, the problem is, is that so many people who want to lose weight, they'll, they'll get to a point, and this was me for the longest time, I would get to a point where I lost like five pounds. And I was like, awesome, I can eat, I can eat a piece of pizza now and see my, my food rewards as something that was then self-sabotaging rather than allowing myself to continue along my journey. It was almost like I, would, I didn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. So there was some subconscious programming inside. And, and the reason I bring this up is that we set these subconscious beliefs that will run our life in, in our childhood. Right. And when we can start to become aware that, hey, Everything is a belief. <laughs> I mean, there are no real, there there are no real laws other than maybe the law of attraction and the law of gravity. You know, there's there's a few things that are real, but what do I know for sure is that and, and this is the example I use all the time. I pick up my pin, I drop it, it's going to fall. That we know for sure that gravity pulls at nine point eight meters per second squared. Period. End of sentence. However, <laughs> what we think are what things that we think are real, maybe just be beliefs, and. My favorite example of that is, you know, people who grow up in the Westboro Baptist Church who believe, you know, God hates fags and and things like that. And those are all just beliefs. So are you saying that that through hypnotherapy, you can kind of do a shortcut then with getting getting kind of clear on what's a belief or what's not real and what you can change? Uh, Basically, if you think about it, you know, your subconscious is where all the good stuff happens. So if you can access your subconscious uh, quickly, as opposed to your conscious mind, you can affect change more effectively and quicker. There's a technique called uh, the parts protocol, which is a NLP neuro linguistic programming technique. It is very fascinating when someone is really stuck and they can't move through something. Or, you know, we all have the negative self-talk or the chatter that goes on saying, oh, no, 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 you can't do that. You know, you can't leave your job and become an entrepreneur or whatever, or, you know, you can't lose that weight or what, whatever it may be. So you go into a light trance with a hypnotherapist and you talk to the part of you that's preventing you from moving forward or that is bringing up all these you know issues or beliefs that may not be true that might just be your perception and what's so fascinating is even anybody who goes well I mean you know I couldn't I don't have that part or 
how can I talk to that part? It's so effective because that part of you that's preventing you from moving forward actually has a lot to say. And once you get to hear what they have to say, instead of it being an enemy, you can flip it and they can become an ally. And all of a sudden, things open up. I love doing parts therapy. I, th I think it's that's really good. Yeah. No, I love that because that part of you that's holding you back maybe is holding you back because it's trying to protect you or it's got the best intention. Right. And when we start to realize that there's the, the best intention there, then we can start to look at it. And, and I've got a great example is that when I was five years old, I told myself that I had to be a doctor. I wouldn't make money unless it was a doctor. And it all had to do with like pleasing my mom. And my mom had a couple of brothers who were doctors. I talk about this a lot on the podcast, so the, the listeners will have heard it before. And it wasn't until a few years ago, I'm 56 years old now. So probably about three years ago, I, I was doing this. It was like an NLP kind of guided meditation thing. It was like, you know, why hasn't your business been successful yet? And I went back to that time at five years old when I decided that the only way I could make money was a doctor. And the interesting thing about subconscious programming is that, man, it will, when you set an intention like that at that age, it will work. I entered medical school at 31 and I tried to do a whole bunch of other things. And I mean, I made money. I did. And then I realized that I wasn't, that wasn't my calling. I didn't love it. And so I was able to kind of break free from that. So, so I totally understand that. I really do. We have to be self-aware enough to be willing to let go of old beliefs in order to move forward in our lives. And, and I don't think there's any group other than entrepreneurs who really want to like break free and move forward. But the thing about the entrepreneurial journey is that it is so much of a journey of, of self-discovery and, exactly. and just uncovering all the things that you're, you know, the way you're sabotaging yourself. You just don't think you can do it. And that's where I think somebody like you comes in. Right. I mean, I was taking a walk yesterday with a friend and, you know, there's a number of different forks in the road she could go through. And it, it's so interesting. It's like we, all of us, including me, we don't spend enough time going down the road of positivity. You know, it's so much, it's so much easier for our brain to go to the negative. And, it, you know, it, it is sort of reminding yourself and becoming more mindful and learning, yes, things can work out. Things can happen. Things can be positive. It's, again, affirmations, positive mindset getting rid of that those self-limiting beliefs you know but you're right. right it is a journey of sort of self-discovery and I was reading something last week not everybody is made to be an entrepreneur you know it takes a lot of guts it takes a lot no, you of don't passion. have to be yeah. and you don't have to be you know but for those of us who are it's pretty exciting yeah, I'm thinking about this, this, you talk about chronic pain here in your outline, and, and I'm thinking that there's an opportunity here for, for you and me to work uh, on something. Okay. I, I, so a few, this is a great story. A few months ago, my friend, my friend told me about the Oculus. And so I got the Oculus, which is, uh, so I got this thing, the Oculus, here it is, right? You put it over your face, and you can, it's really very cool, because it's, it feels like you're in a new 3D world, okay? Okay. So for anyone who's just listening and is not watching, not watching on the YouTube channel or on Facebook, 
the Oculus is a device you put over your eyes and it, it takes you into a new world. So I started doing this thing called Beat Saber. And it's basically you're you're moving, it's it's like you've got these these you know, you hold the things and, and your arms move and, and, and you're you're doing it in tune to, to music that you really like. You know, I bought like the Lincoln Park pack and Panic at the Disco pack and, and I love those guys. <laughs> and so, you know, and you and you're 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 using your lightsaber to like slash through these blocks and it's awesome. And then there's this other thing called supernatural that's a that's like an exercise where, you know, you're doing a lot of this this stuff. Well, in August, my left shoulder started hurting a little. Uh -oh. And I was like, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. And I must have overdone it because I, I had a rotator cuff uh, on the left, in, I mean, on the right in the past, and it got better with a shot and just some physical therapy. And I've got a frozen shoulder now. I mean, it, and, and I, what I need to be able to do is actually move my arm. But when you see, let's see the, the range of motion there. I mean, it's, it's, it's not really much. restricted. I can't right. pick my arm. Yeah, I mean, I can I can do this with my right arm. So my right arm, I can put by my ear. My left arm, it's it's just really tight. So I'm wondering if there's a way that we can maybe try to hypnotize me into thinking that I can move my shoulder. Well, so how about I take you into being self-hypnotized? And it's interesting okay. that you kind of bring that up. So basically... To do self-hypnosis, and, and it is different than if I work with someone with chronic pain issues, but for the sake of today, mm -hmm. think of a very short phrase that uses the I statement that is positive, that's simple, and that's very genuine and that you believe. You know, one could be, I am free from pain. I mean, we're talking that simple. And remembering that this statement, which you will use as I take you into self-hypnosis, is going right to yourself, your subconscious. So you're focusing on okay. a specific action and it is always present tense that you're using because it's okay. Do you want me to... Right. So do you want me to tell the audience what my phrase is oh yeah you need to tell me too because in the case oh, of uh, all right, this great. example <laughs> yeah i mean i'm not a mind reader although many people think i am mm -hmm. so yeah so what what do you, and it, right it is the reason okay. i ask you to so do so the it, phrase is it res to, so that it resonates with you it means something to you sure so the phrase i would say is i can move my shoulder without okay. pain or i can i can move my shoulder that's yeah, so if it's short. Be, if you want it short, it's I can I can move my shoulder. And do we want to be specific about which shoulder? Oh, my left shoulder. Yeah. Okay, I can it's move my, my left shoulder. Left. I can move my left shoulder without pain. I love it. In full range okay. of motion. I, I want it to be, you know, full range of motion without pain. So I, I, I don't want any restrictions. I would okay. love it if we could do some woo and see some miracles happen today. Okay, well, we're going to keep it short. So we're going to say I can move my left shoulder right without pain. Does that sound good? Right on. Okay. That sounds so, good. So, all right. So, get as comfortable as you can doing a podcast. <laughs> right on. And um, I'll just scooch up a little bit here. Yeah, scooch up a little bit and uh, put your feet on the ground. Yeah, I, got, I have a thing to put my feet on. Yeah. Good. And my chair's a little high, so I've I've got a thing to put my feet on. Okay, and um, see if there's something that you can focus on a little bit higher than your eyes. 
like artwork or the ceiling okay. or whatever. And let's just start with your breath. And breathing in through your nose, okay. out through our mouth. And once again, breathing in through our nose, out through our mouth. Now, if, if, you're, following, if you're following along with the podcast, it, don't follow along while you're driving, please. Pull no. over. Um, or uh, don't yeah. use any you heavy to make machinery. sure that, that you don't. Right. Yeah. You want to yeah, be in a safe important. spot. So if you're gonna if you're gonna follow along and do the and do the stuff, just make sure you pull over or you're not driving. Okay. okay. Sorry about that. No, I to... that that's a good thing to say. Okay, and let's go back to breathing in through our nose and beginning to elongate our out breath. And once again, breathing in through our nose out through our mouth and becoming aware that your eyes are starting to feel heavier as you're looking at whatever a little bit above your eyes and slowly they want to close and just focus on your breath breathing deeply and evenly in through your nose if you're comfortable and a longer out breath through your mouth and begin to tell yourself that you will relax even more with every exhale And you'll notice that your breathing starts to slow down and that you relax deeper and deeper with every breath. And breathing in through your nose and a longer exhale through your mouth. And I'd like you to imagine that there is something in front of you, perhaps a pendulum of an old grandfather clock or the hand of a metronome. I like to use a metronome. And anything that has a slow and steady swing. I'd like you to imagine seeing the metronome moving from the right and to the left and back and to the right and to the left. Just following that in your mind's eye, the slow and steady swing of the metronome to the right and then to the left and back to the right. And as you're following your metronome slowly, for you, I will do it today, you're gonna count down from 10 down to one and after each number, you will relax even more. So as you continue to follow the metronome, slowly swinging from right to left, 10, I am relaxing. Nine, I am more relaxed. Eight, my whole body 
is relaxing into my chair seven I can feel my body sinking into the chair with ease six I am so relaxed following your metronome that slow and steady swing back and forth five so relaxed four my whole body from the top of my head all the way down to the tips of my toes are relaxed three so very relaxed two more relaxed and one I am so very relaxed and now that you have reached the state of hypnosis that's right for you today we're gonna focus on the personal statement that you prepared and what you decided today was I can move my left shoulder without pain. I'd like you to focus on that in your mind's eye and visualize it and make it as vivid as possible as you repeat it in your thoughts. Seeing yourself wearing the oculus and exercising and dancing, feeling your left shoulder moving without any pain with range of motion, seeing how happy you are to get back to that. And just seeing every step of what you do when you exercise or work out or reach for something with your left shoulder, or doing your stretches for the day, whatever it may be, how easy it's become. And going back to your statement, I can move my left shoulder without pain. And as you are visualizing this and feeling your body so comfortable doing this, you're continuing to stay relaxed and to be focused. And I invite you in your mind to say your statement to yourself. And you can say it quietly without verbalizing, or you can say it out loud. I can move my left shoulder without pain. And I invite you to say this three times. I can move my left shoulder without pain. move my left shoulder without pain and of course you can say it more than three times but to really anchor it and to really reinforce this positive thought I invite you to take your right thumb and index finger and to make a circle and you can raise your hand so I can see it 
right. And this, very good, this reinforces, you can put it down, but you can continue to hold this circle. This reinforces, I can move my left shoulder without pain. And once again, saying that to yourself while holding your right thumb and index finger. And that will become your anchor moving forward as well. And one more time saying, I can move my left shoulder without pain, really visualizing it, really seeing it, seeing you move through whatever it is during your day, using your left shoulder with ease. And now you can release your anchor, releasing your right thumb and index finger. And just taking a deep breath, once again, in through your nose. That's right, out through your mouth. Just allowing your body and mind to be in sync. Just taking a few more deep breaths. in through your mouth, I'm sorry, in through your nose. Out through your mouth. And continuing to be relaxed and at ease. Your mind is clear. And I'm going to count you back from one back to 10, bringing you back to the room. And as I count back, you will remember how you got into this state of self-hypnosis. You will remember your positive statement, I can move my left shoulder without pain. And you will remember your anchor, holding your right thumb and index finger to make a circle which really reinforces the positive statement you made. And you'll notice that anytime you activate your anchor throughout your day or as you're drifting off to sleep, this reinforces, I can move my left shoulder without pain. So counting up, one, when I awake, I will feel fully rested and full of energy. Two, I will be able to move my left shoulder without pain. Three, anytime I use my anchor, it activates my positive statement. Four, my whole body is at ease. Five, I feel so relaxed, but energized. Six, I can move my left shoulder without pain, with ease, going through my day in whatever I'm doing. Seven, as I drift off to sleep every night, I will 
feel and hear my statement to myself. I can move my left shoulder without pain and using my anchor to continue to activate and continue this process. Seven, feeling so energized but at ease. Eight, beginning to feel my body in my chair. Nine, my hands and feet are starting to tingle and move. And 10, my eyes are wide open and I'm coming back to the room feeling energized, but still deeply, deeply relaxed and refreshed. And allow yourself a moment or two to allow your conscious and subconscious minds to catch up and integrate. So that was that was great. And I think that there's a little bit less pain. Uh, but I at, at the end of the day, this reminds me a lot of Silva Ultramind. So I've, you know, dabbled in, in some of this stuff. And I, I like the Silva Ultramind techniques because they take you into this state where you can pretty much get anything done. It's almost like at the end of the yoga session, when you do Savasana, or Shavasana, however you say it, right? I always feel that I never like yoga. I don't, I don't do yoga very often. But when I was doing yoga, it's like the thing that I liked the most was the end, because I felt like I could do anything. Right. Like, like there was no limits. And I think that's so if, if you followed along with this and, and you replaced, you know, I can move my left shoulder without pain with, with whatever your thing is. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this can be very powerful because you can get into your subconscious. And even if what's going to cause me to get to a point where I can move my left shoulder without pain, now my subconscious has a job to do. So what happened for me with my right shoulder was I, I was in a gym and I did some of those weights. I mean, not the weights, I did the, the ropes, you know, where you do this with the ropes. Right. And in doing so, I broke I broke up something in my right shoulder to the point that I, it hurt really bad, and then all of a sudden I had no more pain. And I, I was hoping for something similar to happen for my left shoulder, but now I'm scheduled for, for physical therapy. But but you know, it's probably I'm probably more likely to go now. Which I hope you do. You know, one suggestion I always make for when you're doing self-hypnosis or when you're trying to affect change using self-hypnosis or any of these tools, do it as you're drifting off to sleep. And the reason for that is then, as you said, you're giving your subconscious something to do and it works while you're asleep. It also is, um, it's easy to relax when you're in bed, drifting off to sleep and to put in positive suggestions. So I do it myself all the time. I like it for that. I also waking up with a question to myself because you're still when you're in when you're in that state just in the very very beginning of the morning right and then you can say to yourself how how did i get so fit and healthy or you know whatever how did my shoulder pain disappear you know, you're still you're still getting into your subconscious with those questions and so there there, there are many ways to get into your subconscious i think probably one of the most effective is to do self-hypnosis and but sometimes that takes time takes it takes more time than getting into that altered state just before we wake up or just right after we wake up or just before we fall asleep right 
and you know you do have to learn how to do it and of course you can work with someone like me a hypnotherapist to affect change yeah. you know quicker or to learn other techniques it's interesting about chronic pain I have fibromyalgia and I've had it since I was 18 so you know I've been down the rodeo of endless chronic pain issues for a really long time and that's actually how I became a medical hypnotherapist it's interesting you said your shoulder I'd had rotator cuff surgery and I was having a horrible recovery and literally woke up three months later saying hypnosis and a month later I was in a program mm. learning how to become a hypnotherapist so it's kind of interesting isn't that interesting? How, you know, what happens in our lives to affect change? The thing that's really funny is it was my mother who got me into hypnosis when I was 18 after a folk dance accident, of all things. She never believed in hypnotherapy until the day she died and was quite smug and that she could never be hypnotized. And I never told her that for the last year of her life, I hypnotized her daily because of pain. <laughs> I didn't want to burst her bubble, you but know. You, but you did, yeah. But I did. Right, you know, right. So. But getting into an altered state like this, I mean, what I love about, about learning this is that an altered state is not necessarily, it's just a different, a different wavelength, right? Literally right. a different wavelength in our brain. And if you want to understand the science behind this, the the person to read is Dr. Joe Dispenza, right. because he's done research. Now he's very woo, and he talks also about seeing beings and and that sort of thing. And maybe he does, you know, I don't know. But he also does have a lot of research into getting out of the hyper vigilance beta state and getting more into an alpha state, a delta state, a gamma state. And when we do that, and these are all wa wavelengths in our brain. Right. And when we right. do that, we're able to really have some, some very major changes happen. And when he does these, he does these seminars all around the world, and he, he did before COVID, and people would have these really magical, mystical experiences. But at the end of the day, I mean, he's just teaching an advanced form of yoga. <laughs> You know, it, it's the same thing. It's all ancient stuff. It is ancient stuff. And, you know, I think it's interesting because you asked me at the beginning about self-limiting beliefs. And I think a lot of times mm -hmm. if we could just get outside of ourselves, you know, and put ourselves aside and be open to different wavelengths, to, you know, whether it's meditation or hypnosis or for some people, yoga, for me, it's Pilates, you know, to kind of get into a more yeah. relaxed state, we can affect more positive change in whatever it is we're working on or want to happen and quicker, you know, yeah. you can't always live up here. Right. Well, there's something greater. I, I think for me, you know, I had a I kind of a spiritual awakening through menopause in the sense that I started to realize that we're there's something bigger kind of going on. And getting a connection to something bigger helps me anyway to find meaning now that's not to say that you know people who are atheists are wrong i mean i think humanistic the humanistic viewpoint is really important do i know what happens when we die no but right. some people think that they do I, at the end of the day it doesn't matter to me really it, as long as as long as i am spending my days 
trying to be connected to something bigger. I do what I can. It, you know, it's not, it's not perfect. It's a, it's a practice. Just like, just like everything else, I, do, I just do, kind of do what I can. Let's, I wanted to just get a little bit more, if you could talk a little bit more about this parts protocol, because it sounds like, almost like you're, you're doing a lot of self-coaching. And I think that if, if we could teach people a little bit how to get themselves unstuck, I think they would find that super valuable. Say that, I'm trying to think of a good example, that sort of endless negative chatter. Well, you know, I worked with a client last week who just couldn't move forward from broken relationship. And, okay. you know, she just couldn't understand why she couldn't let it go. So we kind of did two different things. Yeah. We did the parts protocol, talking to that part of her that couldn't let this person go. And we also did another technique which is, it's basically cutting the energetic cord. Because again, if we go back yeah. to, you know, not being up here, we are connected to people energetically for good reasons and sometimes not for good reasons. Or sometimes we have to say goodbye. It's energetic or, vampires. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And we need to kind of cut it. So the parts protocol with her was talking about going through the, it's a specific kind of protocol and, and way we do it, but also talking, in her case, talking to the part of her that just couldn't let go. And quite a few things, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not going to disclose it, but quite a few surprising things came up, which she didn't realize she was doing to herself or that part of her mm -hmm. was kept talking to her about. And by doing that, we were, she was able to kind of set that part of her aside and make it into an ally. And, you know, you can't always make that part of you into an ally. Sometimes you just have to totally cut it. But in her case, she was able to, and then we were able to do the energetic breaking of the cord a lot easier because she was ready and she was available. Yeah, I, I like that. I want to say that it's really common in midlife and, and before sometimes, like in my case, that you have a relationship that just doesn't work out. Yeah, right. we might get married, you know, and, and it just didn't work out. That was my case. And it was really, I mean, it was really hard to get through that breakup. You know, we had only, we had only been together maybe nine or 10 years, but it was, I mean, it was like, I didn't get married to get divorced. And, and I didn't think that that was ever going to happen. And, and so I had to deal with that reality. And at the same time, I had a sick child and I must have gone through the breaking the energetic cord kind of visualization with my husband for several years right. before I was able to finally just let let him go because he had such an energetic hold on me. I just gave him so much power. And as I started to meet my dreams, the dream of being a doctor, you know, the five-year-old me that wanted to be a doctor, but meeting, meeting my dreams and, and going through all those things, that helped because I started to see my own self-efficacy. I started to see the fact that I could meet my goals and that as long as I, even though it felt uncomfortable, as long as I continued to take action toward right. what I thought was the best thing, I was I was gonna be able to, to get where I wanted to go. And that kind of fuels me as an entrepreneur. It fuels me to feel the, um, the, the uncomfortable feelings and still push forward knowing that those are the things that when it's a little bit uncomfortable, you know, they're gonna, it, it usually is gonna end up being really great once once the action is, you know, we, we take it the way it's supposed to. 
Right, right. And even a baby step is an action forward. You know, it's interesting what you said, yeah. because I wished I'd known all these techniques when I got divorced. It took me a long time to get over yeah. them as well. You know, and now I think back, well, gosh, if I'd known the parts protocol and the energetic cord cutting and, you know, hypnotherapy and coaching, but, you know, Hopefully I've evolved too as I've gotten older and look back on the younger Lucy with a little compassion and, you know, gratitude because look where I am now or look where you are now. You know. Yeah, I mean, that's true. And well, you know, youth is wasted on the young. And, <laughs> and we <laughs> and we really want to. <laughs> You know, I find myself oftentimes saying, gosh, I wish I'd known this back when I was, you know, 25 or 30. At the end of the day, there is an, a need to just trust that the universe has our backs, that we live in a benevolent universe. And when we can right. get that model really stuck in our head that the universe is not conspiring to cause us harm, that everything happens for a reason and it happens for good reason. And when, when we're able to change you know, that it's that we're not the victim, but we are an active participant in co creating our world, gosh, that that really helps to get things in line for us so that we can start to live our purpose even more. Right. And it kind of goes back also to me, the importance of the body, mind and spirit does need to be in alignment. You know, yeah. if you're working on one part of your life, it does affect everything else, which is good. Because if they're in balance, it does, as you said, it helps you to move forward with yeah. grace and ease, you know, and in the end, happiness and feeling that what you're doing is useful and of service to somebody and to yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. So was there anything you wanted to talk about that we didn't get to? We covered a lot more than I thought we would. I, I think we... <laughs> We did good. Do you have any yeah. other questions I can help you with? I really love this stuff. And, and I would say that I've been using guided imagery probably since I was a teenager. Right. And off and on. And then a lot more now as I've matured. I went through a phase where I was very religious. And during the religious phase, I did a lot of praying, which I think for me, it was a lot of, you know, wishing out loud. At this stage, I would say that guided imagery and visualization are probably the things that keep me going, especially through the pandemic, right. as I've had something to look forward to every day, as I've been building my business, as I've been trying to help ease the suffering of, you know, as many women as we can reach who are in menopause, because it's a very, very disruptive time. Right. Now, do I think that we can, you know, guided imagery or self-hypnosis away our symptoms? Maybe a little bit, but, you know, we still have to take the right actions, making sure we're putting the right kinds of food in our mouth and make sure that we're doing the right kind of movements to make our bodies feel much better. And right. when we do those things, then we start to feel better. But I think that this plays a role, guided visualization, I mean, it goes back to really when you think about Shakti Gawan writing creative visualization back in the 70s and everybody kind of ripped it off, right? And Jack Canfield started using it and, and Louise Hay used right. it. And, and when you start doing these affirmations and you start seeing, it just helps you to see things from a different perspective. And the one thing that I will say about guided imagery and visualization and affirmations is that 
There are things that I wrote down that I wanted to believe or wanted to see 10 years ago that I didn't even believe were real. But I said, I want to find, like, for example, I wanted to connect with the div divinity inside. Mm -hmm. And I didn't believe that was even real at the time. But I was like, I think that this probably is something would, that would help me. <laughs> so I wrote it down. And over the years, you know, the universe has moved me to kind of understand that the kingdom of God is within me, mm -hmm. right? Which is a quote from the Bible. And it's something Jesus said. And it all kind of makes sense now. And so it's important that we sit in and really do listen because that still small voice is the one that's really going to guide us. And, and when we pay attention to our emotions, we're going to get where we need to go. Well, and the other sort of aspect which we didn't touch on is manifesting, which is kind of, to me, kissing cousins mm. with everything else. And the whole thing of empowering yeah. your life and whatever it is that you want moving towards it you know and as yeah. you probably know i like to drift off to sleep doing all this stuff that's when i manifest that's when i do my guided imagery and my self-hypnosis because yeah. i do want to access my subconscious and keep it working for me as my ally and you know moving forward and being proactive yeah there's a great book by joseph murphy called the power of your subconscious mind and if if you he was a preacher in los angeles back in the 50s and this book is still in print oh, and to check it out. i found Thank this you. book to be so oh i found i found this book to be so powerful because it's basically you give your subconscious a job to do and you just go over your affirmations and it will make it happen. And I'll tell you, when I read that book and then I started doing affirmations and I, and I said, okay, all of these problems are taken care of. And then boom, one by one, these problems just got taken care of. Right. Now they got taken care of in ways I didn't ever expect. But exactly. that's what you have to open yourself up to. Right. You know, it's like, it's like for me, I'm going to move my shoulder without pain. Now, I may have to go through some painful physical therapy to get there, or I may have to have surgery. I don't know. But, you know, I know for a fact that with time, I'm going to get back to living pain free. I, that, I, I have no doubt about that. So I have those no are, doubt about those are that. really important things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So where can people find you? They can find me at my website lucyseligman.com and they can reach out to me that way booking an appointment or sending me an email um, I'm also on Facebook but my website I think is the best way that's great all right well I thanks so much for being a part of the menopause movement today taking us through a guided meditation a guided visualization and hypnosis and all those things this has been great and uh, you know I hope I hope to have you back again to talk about this uh, maybe manifestation that would be awesome oh I, it's one of my favorite topics. I would love to. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Did you know that menopause is not a medical condition? Most doctors don't know this either. I like to say that menopause is the privilege of a long life. And to really take hold of our lives in menopause, we have to unlearn what society and the medical establishment has told us about menopause. This is why I've created this brand new course called Understanding Your Hormones and Managing Your Menopause. I want to show you how you can get on top of your menopause right now so that you can start to see it as the best time of your life. Now, this course is valued at $500 and is in the beta testing phase. And we're currently accepting applications for women to test it out for us at no charge in exchange for feedback and testimonials. But the best part is because you're a podcast listener, you can bypass the application process and go straight to the front of the line. To register right now, simply visit menopausemovement.com forward slash hormones, and we can get started together right now. 
Remember, you can get started right now at no charge to you in exchange for feedback and testimonials when you go to menopausemovement.com forward slash hormones. And I'll see you inside the course. Thanks so much for being a part of the menopause movement. 